report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. I'm shaking things up a little bit here. We're shaking things up here a little bit on the All Wings Report In podcast. I'm your co-host Vinny, and phoning in from the Star Cruiser is my older brother Chris. Uh, dude, depending on who you ask, they're going to tell you that I've been phoning it in a lot on <laughs> this podcast. That's it. It's a tough man to get a hold of. Phoning it in. They must have heard about your Battle of Taneb. We're, we're trying this remote for the first time. Shout out to Zencaster. We're not trying to just, you know. Anyway, this is nice. I, I think I, I'm, I'm, I adjusted the intro, you know, because I, I wasn't always doing the, uh, hey, how you doing? This is, you know, what's, you know, it's new, it's fresh, it's loose, and here we are. So, hope everyone had a good week. It's been a little bit. I actually don't remember what the last topic we talked about when we recorded was. If this works out, um, I don't know if you're going to see me again. That's it. That's it. See you for the holidays. That's it. This is what this will turn into. I'll see you for the holidays, birthdays, and funerals. That's it. Maybe maybe your wedding. If if she still will have me. So I got some <laughs> I got some good feedback. Revenge of the Sith. Our buddy Mark Schilling, he said he loves it. He he watched Revenge of the Sith or listened to Revenge of the Sith or had it in the background at work, listened to our commentary. And one of my favorite um, responses to us doing Revenge of the Sith was my buddy Eli. He said, I love that you guys turned Star Wars into Mystery Science Theater 3000. And I think that may have been one of the uh, best compliments for this podcast. And that is, so, that is, that's, that is a compliment. I like that. Yeah. Someone else said, yeah, I didn't even watch the film. I just listened to the audio. <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> truth be told, I tried to do that. I don't, I don't always listen to these back, but I tried to listen to it and I, I mean, because I knew that we were watching the movie, I was like, okay, this is cool. But I tried to imagine like someone else driving in their car, listening to it and just being like, what the heck? Like, cause there's, you know, there was like pauses as you. We also I, were too afraid to, to lose the whole episode if we posted the audio of the film in the background. Which would have been a thing. But there's people out there, you know, do the reaction videos of them crying, fanboy tears, and, you know, they, they post the reaction videos. So I don't even know how they get away with that. Maybe because it's a YouTube clip. They're using YouTube's clip for a reaction video. I don't know. Whatever. People liked it. I'm cool with that. People liked it. Yeah. Well, I think I, I would – I had to kind of remember, too, that it was – that was really less like a, a podcast and more like – actual commentary like if you turned commentary on you know when you well i don't know if anyone's watching dvds anymore but bvbs yeah you beat me to that uh if if you're you know it's not it's not like continuous commentary there's there's lulls where like at an important part in the in the movie you get the dialogue and then you might get like some of the story in between that that all becomes lost when you're solely on our audio. You, how, many you people, how many people can we fit in my living room? 10? 12? We're putting people in your living room? That's it. You're all invited. Next showing, everybody's coming on down. I'll host. You can all come over. You're most likely going to sit on the floor and we'll watch another film. That'll be nice. 
that that you just really made it sound like there's 10 people that are listening to this podcast. Just all of there you. There is. That's it. All 10 of you. All 10 of our listeners. We do this just for the 10 of you. And that just made me really sad. It's not. I, I read the stats. It's more than 10. Come on. A couple of things uh, we got on, on the uh, the list to talk about today. Book of Boba Fett trailer. Uh, we Not that we slept on talking about that. This is, this is where we're at. Book of Boba Fett trailer. Wait. Kenobi sizzle reel. Disney Plus. Uh, announcements or um, in some of you may say lack thereof and uh, we got some news talking about KOTOR on the Switch so uh, that's kind of our agenda for this evening. Chris what do you got? So, no because the last time we um, so it was what it was two weeks ago that we got together and did the the podcast for Revenge of the Sith right so Book of Boba Fett was the trailer was released after like right after that, right? Those sons of bitches did it like the day after we posted this thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Off the put explicit content for this week. Damn, we just up oh, there goes a listener. Down and uh, up. single digits, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I were you, I don't this was it was kind of unexpected, right? Like I don't like it just kind of came out of nowhere. And I like that. And I and I like that because now it minimizes the expectations and it, and it minimizes or eliminates the waiting game. Like we're waiting for this, you know, and I think it kind of, I, I like that it was out of the blue. It was like a little treat. It was a reward and we just got it. And now, you know, now we, no one had to just wait for, you know, what to not happen like on Disney plus day, which we'll get into that. Like it, we got it. And there's really nothing to complain about. You can, everyone could post about it, do reviews about it, reactions, whatever. And that's it. Here it is. Be done with it. We didn't have to watch Monday Night Football to see it. It's just, here it is. And social media will take over and it will just make its way around. So people would text us, send us the links, Twitter links, YouTube links. That's how we found out. And I'm all for it. I, I'm, I just wanted the hyperspace. If you are, if you're wondering what that is. Yeah, Chris has the laundry going over there. And that's her heat. I can hear it. Oh. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> Jeez. Your girl's just throwing scraps down at you. That's where you live now. She's, she's probably like purposely turning the heat up. It's cold in here. You know, like to make the furnace turn on? Yes, I've been relegated to the basement. I have a good space to put a podcast studio. This, this is really just a workbench right now, though. Anyway, uh, if, if we're going to talk about the, the, the Book of Boba Fett trailer, though, I was really – so, again, it was unexpected. What I like about it is it feels like it gives, like, basically nothing away. There's they no, kind of just thought like it was the same episode. I think all the footage felt like they just showed everything from one episode. Yeah, right? Like, like, like the first episode. Yeah, exactly. Like that, Tustin. We can we could sit here and watch it together and 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 talk it through, which I think would be an awesome idea. When you see the t- the clip of the Tuscan Raiders, I feel like that's like the opening scene of the first chapter of the Book of Boba Fett. You want to pull it up? Let's pull it up. Let's do it. Yeah. Shout out also to the. Um, I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna get corrected on this big time, but I just remember in the '90s we posted about this, or I did, I should say. The Bamar Monk. I think that's how it's said. Bamar Monk? Bamarian Monk? The spider. I, yeah, I was th- yeah. So that's the f- that's literally the first scene or shot 
of the of the trailer that we see. Did you hit play on this thing? Yeah. I'm, well, I hit play and then I paused it just because I'm like, you know, I'm ta- I'm literally talking about the first shot. Oh, I didn't know. You got to say, okay, I'm going to hit play now. So I was just, there. I am just nothing. Okay. Well, I'm not. You know, I, I thought that was a given. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, I need some cu- need some cues. There's there's a, there's a chat they, here you um, can use. You can you can tell me. <laughs> Dude, I'm not as advanced uh, with this as you are. That I'm, I'm going between tabs on Chrome. I don't know, but anyway, you're not young. You're not young, Jamie. I'm not young, Jamie. You're not. So, yeah, the Bamar the Bamar Monk was a was a mail away power of the force figure from '97, I believe. I have one. I think you have it in our three and three quarter inch stash. The only difference is that liquid is blue, not red like the one we see in the beginning of this trailer. But, you know, famously, we see that spider droid when 3PO and R2 enter Jabba's palace. In the background, yeah, as that that door was closing in Return of the Jedi, you kind of see it leaving. If three PO kind of gets freaked by that, that's one of the first things that make him go like, you know. And it's just a, it's just a really a, one of those real casual background scene things. But the uh, there is a backstory. Supposedly, the the monks, uh, as as they're referred to, you know, Jabba's palace was like a monastery for them. There's there's a whole thing that you could you could look up about it. Uh, I've I've probably forgotten most of what I used to know about them. But in any event, just a little. More than anything, it's a little Easter egg. You know, it's it's the same type of stuff we've come to love from, you know, Favreau and Filoni. Just putting those little, you know, no different than having R, R5 in uh, Mando. You know, stuff like that. We can, we can kind of keep it moving here. Also interesting when, you know, the first lines we hear is bon- Boba Fett saying he's not a bounty hunter. There's that exchange with, with the alien, you know, as he's putting his, Tamar Morrison's putting his helmet back on. And it doesn't, the paint job there doesn't look exactly, you know, the same as it was in Book of Boba Fett. Like there's some extra scratches in this now, you know, so I don't know. After the first repaint? Yeah, after the first repaint. And also, did you see when they did like the Lucasfilm like Mm -hmm. text through the trailer? It was the Book of Boba Fett. It was Boba Fett's armor's like font and like material, like texturally. Like the color scheme, yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. That is cool. I think this this suggests that he's been in another... Some sort of battle or or something, since we saw him last in Mando. A lot of people were quick to point out, if you you know pay attention in the trailer, he's he's recovered. He he, he looks like he must he continually like gets better in terms of the way his face looks. Like his eyebrows have gr- have grown back. He doesn't he's, have Whoopi Goldberg disease anymore. Jeez, wow. Yeah, she doesn't have any. Eye- she doesn't have any eyebrows. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's a name for that. Is it alopecia? No, no. It's called the Entenmann's commercial. She was the Entenmann's girl for a while. I think um, we were we're probably led. It looks like he was maybe in a back to tank. I think we kind of even see that. I've seen some freeze frames of the trailer. So, right, like, I'm sure they're going to explain why he looks the way he does. I saw people pointing it out as if it was a continuity error. Like, oh, he doesn't look the same. Like, it's like, come on. They definitely were not making that mistake. Well, I doubt the Tusken Raiders, if they're the ones to have rescued him and he joined their 
gang because you know you, you he's dressed in Tuscan like clothing, uh, you, as you could say to, to prepare for Tatooine. I doubt <laughs> it's Tatooine. they have. I, yeah, I doubt they have uh, Bacta just in their their cave. You know, I mean, they're they're sand people. So you, I doubt they have you, access to that technology. Yeah, you just touched on something though that I think you were maybe were like assuming that everyone else is on that same page. Me and you have discussed that like after the trailer dropped, but to, to Vince's point, there's a scene in the trailer which has not come up yet, at least as far as I'm into it here, where you we see some Tuscan Raiders like walking in what looks like a sandstorm. And, you know, our theory, which I've seen kind of, you know, some other people share also is that in some capacity, the Tuscan Raiders, we think, assisted him or helped him uh, out of the Sarlacc pit. And I think he lived amongst them for a little while, you know, thus him having the gaffy stick. Uh, yeah. He's kind of wearing the, the robe like them, except it's black instead of, you know, tan. And right. If, if Mando can speak Tuscan, as you know, as you remember, as Din, our boy, Din yeah. Jarn, he can speak Tuscan. I'm sure so can Boba. And, well, you know, especially as- him. Yeah. And he's obviously a lot more familiar with Tatooine. I, I would also venture to say that I think he's going to utilize again, just a theory, but I think he, he's going to like use the Tuscan Raiders, you know, to, to help him in his quest to, you know, take over whatever he's going to do. I think he's going to, like, right, so where, where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at in this trailer? Are we, are we seeing Fennec Shand here and, and Boba walking in, amongst the people? Where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we get that. First of all, we get, we get the shot of the alien, which is, which is really cool. And then we see this like big city, in Tatooine. I've seen some theories about what people think that is. I'm not really sure. And as they're walking, as Fennec and Boba are, are walking through, you see the reaction of those people, of the, you know, the, the people of the city kind of like, oh, look, look who it is. You know, they, whether it looks like they almost like just saw a ghost in Boba Fett or, or maybe in Fennec Shand, you know, maybe they, they don't know it's her, but they, you see the city people in the background, like staring at the both of them kind of walk through town, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. They kind of go back. I like how Boba Fett, like right away too, talks about Jabba, how he, ru- how he ruled with fear. And we get that cool scene of him taking off his helmet while the audio in the background plays. It's going to be a different scene for sure. But he says he intends to rule with respect. Almost kind of a new, uh, a new lease on life for him. And we get that awesome scene of again more people of of mo- more mobsters or, or a part of a crime syndicate. You, know, you get the Transdotions. I mean, I wish I even knew all the aliens' names. People are going to say, "Not a real Star Wars fan." You know, all the aliens are at the round table, but you do get the Transdotions. Was that an Aqualish back there too, or whatever? You get to see like a round table meeting at Jabba's palace. You see some Gamorreans in the, the background. The, the, they look pretty good, the Trandoshans, but it looks it looks like a combination when I when you look at it of like like I don't know the one there's I noticed like some look like they're practical like mask and 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 makeup, and then it looks like some of the more background further or ones that are the one that's looking straight on looks very CGI'd. None of you paid attention to that or not. 
not that I get kind of, I get, I don't know why I do it to myself. You know, just sometimes, you know, I like to get my blood boiling in the morning, but I'll watch like a Star Wars reaction video of people watching the trailer, which I, I kind of don't like. And <laughs> someone's like, is that Bosk? Is that Bosk? Yep. That's it. One transdotion. That means it's Bosk. Like, I don't, maybe, sure. I, I, I would love it, but don't, I can't believe that's like people's first reaction. Um, when they see that they see that species of character you know it's quite possible it's not so i just i don't know why that just grinds my gears okay <laughs> that's where i'm at i'm working on it there's a there's a there's a shot of them like i'm assuming in the tower that t- you know the tall part of the tower in jabba's palace him and fennec kind of looking out and then then that next scene that we, that we talked about in the trailer of the Tuscan Raiders coming, kind of walking from afar. You see them. I kind of, I have to feel like that's in the first episode, if not the opening, the opening scene. But I could be wrong. Yeah, you know it's funny. I I tend to think I tend to think yeah, and all along I think you know maybe when we even first found out about the series, we we had kind of talked about what we thought a series about the, you know, a series called book of Boba Fett was going to be about. And I said, I thought it was going to maybe time jump, but I, I think it starts my, again. My, my gut says we're going to, it's going to start off by giving us the backstory, which is how he made it out of there. I, I don't think it's going to pick up where, for example, where Mando season two leaves off or, or, you know what I mean? Where, where we left off when we see him and at that teaser at the end of Mando season two, right? Like, all of a sudden sitting on the throne in Jabba's palace. I think you're going to get that, like uh, that prologue, you know, the, 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 the quick little backstory and then cut to present day. Yeah. I, I'm trying it's to set also, up the story. If he's on Tatooine, right. I don't know if the whole series takes place on Tatooine, but everything we've seen in this trailer seems to, they have to explain what happened to him. You know, I don't think they could just leave it up to your imagination, right? I think we're going to see it, which is pretty, which is pretty awesome. And also, I'm not saying Mando was about this, but the text going across the across the screen during the trailer it says, "Every galaxy." Next slide has an underworld. So this is kind of cool because not that Mando was heavily on the Jedi, but this is really kind of going to go to like down the nitty gritty of. You know, the, I don't want to say like the dark side of the galaxy, but like the like the true underworld, like crime syndicate. I mean, like when we see all those mobsters around the table, not sure. You know, with this Kira comic coming out, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters just wrapped up this month or maybe last month, you know, issue five for just the Boba Fett chapter of that where Han goes missing. So this is kind of just like a real underworld story, which hasn't been told before in Star Wars storytelling. And I think that's- Yeah, I know, yeah I, know what, I know what you mean, right? Because- because Mando, even though it was kind of like a fresh new character, we still, you know, early on in that series, meet Grogu, right? And and it's so, and you're already, you, you know from an early point in the series that he's force sensitive. So yeah, to your point, like, not, not more of the same, but yeah, that like more of a, a very main stream or 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 you know that kind of plot this is definitely this is definitely going to be different yeah because you know i think more times at an more times than not you know it's more about the laser swords than it is anything else so it's 
it's definitely like refreshing to to get something different. So loved seeing that shot of um there's the there's gone. a lot I, I've seen this come up a bit. I I'm maybe I'm sure you have too, but there are a lot of people who I mean you brought up Bosk, right? There's a lot of people who have brought up a lot a lot of characters from the self uh, or excuse me, the uh, original trilogy. I think that people I've seen people even say like is Han are we going to get Han showing up in this? I, I doubt it. It just seems that seems too not predictable, but on the heels of them having just brought Mark back for Mando, that that to me makes more sense. Like him being in that made so much more sense than I think this this series doesn't like. It's not like Mandalorian. Like you, you don't understand. Like how could they get? grogu to a jedi and it not be luke right but in this it's like well i don't think they need han for this series to like be able to stand on its feet or be believable or anything you know what i mean like yeah so I, just I, don't, I, I, I don't think either i don't think that maybe it's just maybe, too close to home you know what i mean like five years after this is this is what five years post return of the jedi like i don't to han's knowledge this this is like that beef is over you know what i'm saying well and, right and 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 even from from boba fett's standpoint uh, if if we're to believe what he's saying, he's kind of a changed man. Even as we saw, you know, with him with him helping Dinjarin, right? He was this man of his word. Uh, he could have easily got his armor back from him and left him on that planet uh, without a ship. But him and Fennec were like, "No, we made a deal. We're going to see it through." And they help him all the way till season finale in season two of Mando. So I just think that like, even from a Boba Fett standpoint, like I don't even think he's got a beef with Han. So that's why I don't, I don't see that happening as cool as it would be. I don't think so. We get a great shot in the trailer of two Twi'leks. Um, someone of power, one of them, not sure who the actress is, but she kind of has this necklace that people kind of pointed out resembled Crimson Dawn a little bit. Like the logo kind of had been modified, but they made the Twi'leks look absolutely, I think, perfect to what they, they have looked. You know, the yellow and the other lady um, as like the more like nude color Twi'lek. But I thought that that was great. I don't know. She's someone of importance because she kind of has like a, I don't want to say like an assistant, but like a, a handmaiden almost like with her as well. And she's kind of like looking at like who just walked through the door. Kind of seems like the handmaidens maybe whispering like, oh, someone's here to see you or you know, look who's walking in, it's Boba Fett. So I kind of thought that was pretty cool to see Twi'leks like that. So more species, more of, you know, the team behind this project pulling from the galaxy of creatures to make this that much more, you know, have that much more depth to it, which I really liked. You know, like I said, the Gamorreans, the Twi'leks, Transdotions, like to see all that is familiar and it's, I think it looks great. Uh, Yeah, no, it's definitely cool. Obviously the next scene, I'm, almost had to catch myself i was gonna say we got a great shot of the slave one as we know not called that anymore so boba fett do you think we get off tat do you think we get we get off tatooine uh in the series are we staying are we staying here for the whole thing no it already looks like he's off we said nine episodes we said nine episodes right did someone say nine episodes Mm, i don't think that's been officially okay Uh, that's not like officially out there but that's that's what I've heard. I've heard it's okay. So I've heard nine for Book of Boba Fett, six for Kenobi, 
And I think Andor uh, was rumored to be even longer at Jeez. about at about 10. Jeez. I, th- I think. I said G's, not cheese. I know that kind of sounds weird. You're saying pan? Pan. <laughs> saying pan? Who are these who are these guys with the with the red clear shields? Who are these guys in these red suits? Oh, I thought you meant like the dog face guys. No, who who are these guys? The, the right before that though, you know, there's that great shot of Tamora Morrison. Like he, that's where he looks the best in terms of like his like complexion and skin and eyebrows being back. He's like the most healed there when he's taking that sip of whatever that drink is. But yeah, then we get that gang. If you look though, if you if you pause on that, those guys are almost wearing Beskar. One of the mobsters rem- looked like Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh my I don't know God. if you look back at that. I was like, is that Ron Perlman? <laughs> yeah. you're, like, you're like, is that Hellboy? Yeah, seriously. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. maybe. Worlds are colliding. I love that. Worlds are colliding. Uh, no, those guys with the shields have like a form of Beskar um, or or like some sort of makeshift because the, the, there's a ch- they're all wearing chest plates that have that signature cutout uh, in the middle. And True. then they have arm plates, almost like Boba's. That shield is coming out of the wrist of the, of the arm plate. And then it, they also it, have paintball masks on. <laughs> you know what that just reminded me of? It reminded me when, <laughs> remember when Christian, <laughs> he's like, I'm not wearing hockey masks. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. Oh, hockey. Hey, oh, man, I messed up. Me and you. Yeah, it's hockey pads. Oh, man. Why did I think mask? I don't know. Mask. Pads. Wow. Pan. Pam. Cheese. Cheese. Same thing. All right. Whatever. We're, we're, we're focusing too much on. Uh, there's a really on Ron, on Ron, on Ron, Ron Perlman and the hockey pads. Raw. I heard that. You know, before before that. I'm telling you, you're going to get through it. You're going to see Ron Perlman. Before we get to that, we get a great scene in that same standoff where Tamora Morrison is like really making some faces. Like remember when he goes off, they emphasize the slow-mo with him. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's got some of this crazy, like rate. He, he goes full blown. Like, I don't know, man, he go, he gets like scary. <laughs> and it kind of looks like he ditches it. Also when he's fighting these guys with the red, with the red, uh, shields and stuff. It looks like he ditches the cape, like the new uh, Boba Fett Funko that came out. Like he's also like ditched like the longer wardrobe. It kind of just looks like he's bailed on that. Yep, I agree. And I then Fennec Shan says, "If you had spoken such in, in what's that big word there, Chris? If you had spoken such insolence of Jabba, Ins- insolence. Oh my insol- god, insolence of Jabba. Thanks. Shout out to the uh, New York State Public School System. Uh, to Jabba, we'd have you." F- We'd ha- oh, what'd you say? Slow it down. You're done. You're done. Let's let's see. Let's see you try to pronounce that last word. Hang on. Okay. Uh, if you, okay. Yep. Jabba. I'm trying to pause and read at the same time. He'd have fed you to his menagerie. Thank you very much. Easy. Wow. Easy word. Give me a tough one. Wow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you even understood. Like I had the audio going. So I did you? No. Oh, you? Oh, I was gonna say. Did you? Okay. No. I was shocked because that's that's actually that's like a French. That's a French word, so I thought you were gonna get tripped up on that. Uh, do you know it looked what it like? Mean, do you know it what it means? Like, well, also it looks like lingerie, so obviously that was easier for me. But 
<laughs> Sorry. What was wow. the other word again? Insolence? Insolence? Whatever. Oh my anyway, god. Yeah. We're back. So that way, like his, 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 uh, I would say his, um, menagerie, any of his, not pets, but like any of his, like, yeah, you're there. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he, whether it's the Rancor or one of those spiders, like, he's got like these, these weapons or tools or toys that he could like give to, yeah, they're, 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 yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, they're like wild, wild animals, you know, that are being kept for some sort of, you know, whatever. Well, we saw ex- ex- an exhibition. Think think of like the Coliseum when they I was would make just people- about to say that. Wow. Like gladiator. Well, yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're fighting like tigers and bears and stuff. Well, um, just to, just to shout out like um, Star Wars Newsnet when they leaked the, or not leaked or, or showed a concept photo, you know, spoiler of. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. When they saw Boba Fett on back of a Rancor. We saw that. I'm not sure the Rancor died in Return of the Jedi when the steel door fell on his neck. You know, maybe he did. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But there's not just there's not just one Rancor, just like there's not just one Transdotion. We also did meet <laughs> Moochie in uh, the Bad Batch. So is Moochie in a smaller pen? Is that is you know, is there another Rancor? You Remember know, in Pineapple it, Express where it's like <laughs> What do you got down there? The Rancor? That the hurricane season is over. It's a it's, it's a really classic. Uh... Dude, you threw up my printer. Did you break it? Anyway, this is the All Wings Report and podcast, not the Pineapple Express podcast or the Santa Claus podcast. But I'll try to figure out how to quote that movie. Why can't it? I don't know why it can't be. I would love why? to <laughs> start a new podcast and just review movies. Just talk. Just talk through the whole thing. M- movies that critically also are not are not very good i will be doing blue streak i'll be doing uh saving silverman uh let me know if that's something you might be into mr deeds judith and a beer bong for the lady and there's a star wars reference right there in that movie (laughs) but we got one (laughs) month 15 days until the book of boba fett I'm looking forward to it. And it's and even the trailer ends with Boba Fett saying, let's have well, a chat. Well, he says, yeah, please speak freely. So that seems like a trap. Also notice that when they're talking to him, they're like standing on the like on the grate. Do you know what I mean? Like they're 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 saying that stuff. And they're like literally right on the trap door. I love it. Dude, if he rides it. on the back of a Rancor, it's going to be pretty nuts. And maybe he'll have uh, – never mind. I'm not going to say it. Maybe. Maybe he'll have a belly dancer in his palace just like Jabba did. <laughs> Except that uh, we played I mean, by Lord Beth Denberg. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen because Fennec, uh, Fennec let the other one go. True. He was. She was like. She gave her the old like wink and like head tilt and told her to scram when he like when she shot the chain. But I think <laughs> speaking of the rancor, maybe if they had showed a rancor in this trailer, people would be more inclined to back it on uh, 
Hasbro poll, you know, uh, through the HasLab. You want to go there right now? I didn't know if we're going to go at the end of this, but I guess we'll jump Rancor now. And then we'll come back to Book of Boba Well, the trailer is is really over at this point. That's how it ends. You know, coming to Disney Plus in, you know, December, blah, blah, blah. And that's it, right? Again, they don't give you a whole lot. I mean, they do, but they don't. Yeah, they gave nothing away. And along with this trailer, I believe the day before Disney Plus Day, it was, I don't know if it came out on Friday, 22 or 21 minute short doc under the helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett. Unfortunately, no new footage, which I'm okay with. I understand. You know, we got the trailer. That was everything that I could have wanted and then some without kind of ruining it. I, you know, I don't, I don't need <laughs> some people. Some people were like, dude, why didn't they just wait till Disney plus day to release the Boba Fett trailer? I think in hindsight, had they done that, it probably would have pacified some star Wars fans a little bit more so. Right. Cause there was a lot of people who were, um, I guess bummed out, disappointed. Should right? they maybe <laughs> have swapped the release? Maybe do under the helmet the legacy of Boba Fett first. Get people kind of like reacclimated or acclimated with this character again. Oh, like, and oh okay. the trailer? Yeah, because it gave I loved how they even came up with the concept drawings. I love how they kind of George Lucas there. Maybe I was going to use these as um, elite stormtroopers at the time then they're on a budget so they just went with just one character and made him a, a bounty hunter and they talked about the spurs and they talked about making him like a real like like a real western vibe y- you know they gave him the cape all of this stuff thought it was great and then they even brought you through mando okay he's back you had dave filoni in there and they explained the history they get they tell you six six minutes of of screen time one of the most popular characters in all of star wars history for six minutes of screen time and what do you really have nine sentences you know like so this i think and not that you know i'm, I'm not in pr for them or anything but maybe put that out first oh get get that's the hype now you, you know what i mean like that the trailer was so much better than that you know it's every well, i knew what what that was i still i, think, I did uh, love the beginning of it though i did love learning about the character in the beginning the drawing that was my favorite part What's I'm saying? I mean, for for them, I'm sure hindsight now, right, is like 2020. But uh, I think everyone had a uh, was under the assumption because it had been heavily reported by numerous outlets, especially some Star Wars news ones. Uh, they could r- remain to be nameless, but there was basically it was all but confirmed that there was going to be a full Kenobi trailer. They said there was going to be an Andor sizzle reel. They said that there was going to be, uh, I think, something else. I think they were expecting full, blow, like, uh, Bad Batch Season 2, um, like, first look or something. There was going to be a bunch of stuff. And it ended up being the sizzle reel, a sizzle reel for Kenobi, which was really just an, like, broken interview with both Ewan McGregor and Deborah Chow, she officially announces that Hayden is back, which had already been officially announced by by Disney. And then what else? I mean, it was oh, and and they they showed some concept uh, art, 
which was which was cool. It showed a lot, right? You see, we, we looks like what looks to be another lightsaber battle between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. We see. I'm pretty sure I called that too. I said they're gonna fight again. Yeah, I, I highly I, doubt this is the first time I, they see uh, each other. I didn't understand how he would be able to realistically look after Luke and leave Tatooine. And I, I didn't believe that there was a way that in which Darth Vader was going to go back to Tatooine. I get this. This series is going to obviously, she literally goes out of her way to describe that, that he's not just watching um, a young, a young child. Like she, she comes out and says that, but I think for a lot of people and, and that, that sizzle reel also, I don't think it was a leak, but it was it was like officially released the day before Disney Plus Day. So that also made pe- I think people thought, well, there's no way that's what they're showing at Disney Plus Day because they released it a day early. So, oh, wow, we got this sizzle reel ahead of Disney Plus Day. So we must be getting more. And it never came. So so people were disappointed. And, and Star Wars otherwise had a very non like non showing. I think there was like literally one graphic with projects like kind of zooming into the background that are coming up or are coming out, you know, within the next year. And it was just like Kenobi and or bad bad season two, but that was it. There, there was no real anything official, no other further looks. Whereas like Marvel had a full showcase of, you know, they showed the title cards for a lot of these new series plus first look, teaser trailers, whatever you want to call it, like that awesome look at Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, for example, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, things like that. So, you know, all along when we talked about doing this, uh, even trailer breakdown, just for anybody who's like, you know, listening right now and are like, you guys are two weeks late on this, right? We, yeah, we, the trailer came out right after we recorded our last episode. And then rather than do it in a, in a week's time, we kind of looked at the calendar and said, well, Maybe we'll wait till the following week, knowing that we had Disney Plus Day, thinking that we would have then all this content to report on, and then we'd be right on top of the Disney Plus Day stuff. But in any event, I mean, we do I have the. I, did, I didn't really even touch base on this, and I'm kind of just like looking. You know, now I'm going to tiptoe into this managing expectations. Like, I don't even think you maybe you're going to know what I'm going to say here, but I'm Marvel has continued to crush it. And I, I think that I don't see Star Wars doing any. I don't think they did anything really wrong here. Like, of course, I'd always like more. I think I, we deserve more. I'm ready for more. I'm wanting more. But honestly, content with what they gave us. The only three projects they're really working on is Boba, Kenobi, Andor. Can I, well, can I just say something really quick? What, what, just getting back to the expectations being tailored or, or, you know, managed, however you want to put that. I think, I think people are, are disappointed because this is also on the heels of prior to Disney Plus Day, the announcement of Patty Jenkins's Rogue Squadron movie being pushed back or delayed. Um, what I'm hearing is delayed indefinitely, right? She's got all these other projects that she's working on before this. So she's doing another Wonder Woman movie. She's doing a spinoff of that with the the Amazons. She's doing, I think, something else 
she's got like three other things on her slate before she even does Rogue Squadron, right? So then there was talk of uh, her name's eluding me right now, but the woman who just directed Eternals, there was talk that she's going to direct Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. She came out and like really was making was made it clear that she is not in any way tied to anything Star Wars. And that wasn't like somebody shooting down a rumor because they don't want you to know type of thing. It was like, no, that she's like, it's like completely inaccurate. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. So, I also think Marvel's bigger than Star Wars. Yeah. Should you say that again? Marvel is a bigger franchise than Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, right now. Right now, yeah. They're well, already further think- along. They're already further along in their storytelling than than anything. Like, I don't. I'm still like kind of like not my. I'm not bent about it, but like I don't. People were so like that disappointed, or like I mean. Well, yeah, there's but, but, re- there's really three projects in the pipeline. Like no, I don't understand. Well, that you know about, and and that's yeah, not exactly. true. And that's actually not, well, that's not true either, though. So there's there's a lot of things, a lot of stuff in the pipeline. But we just kind of had this conversation loosely through text <laughs> with uh, with our you know our friend Jeremy from Skyward Fun Supply, and. Use code word all wings ten for ten percent off your purchase at Skyward Fun Supply dot com. Nice plug. Yeah, yes. do that. I think that Star Wars, if you, you know, it had its, we were at a time when Disney took over where it looked like the future was incredibly bright. And, and I mean, again, actually, you know, that's not in any way poo-pooing on anything Disney's done, right? They, they revived the franchise. It was doing nothing. They took it over and and gave us what five movies and now these 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 great TV shows, but you know the old CEO Bob Iger after you know they they thought internally after you know some negative uh, uh, fan reactions and stuff that they needed to kind of pause Star Wars. I mean that's that's what they said right they were going to be slowing it down. They were going to take a break. They said that they uh, thought it was like fan fatigue. I think they were trying to immediately follow that Marvel, like Marvel formula of hit them every six months or whatever it is with a movie or, you know what I mean? I also just don't think the fans, unfortunately, are ready and willing to accept new, new, new material. That's think cool. I just, that, I just don't think that they're open-minded enough. Or right. They- Voicing well, and, their opinion too much, and now we don't have it, and this is the situation we're in. Well, that's and okay, so right, and and you bring up a good point because the difference there is the Marvel franchise started back in what, like two thousand and eight or something, or two thousand and five. I don't even, I'm not even sure of the exact time frame there, but you know, we're talking about we they made sequels to movies that were last released in nineteen eighty. Eight, eighty, eighty. Or no, excuse me. Uh, for 77, 77, 83, 80, No, eighty. I think eighty-five. All right, whatever. And it, but anyway, the, the point just is, is you, you know, you're talking about you know they made a sequel to a movie like over thirty years in the making, and 
versus Marvel has been on this. They've had the advantage of, you know, great storytelling, but they have continuity, right? And they're able to do that. You know, Robert Downey Jr. was able to be in all those movies and and literally look the same. And, and, you know, they knew where the beginning and end was going to be. You know, Star Wars is a little different, right? I, I don't think... George Lucas had an idea of where that story was going to go, but Disney took over and wanted to do their own thing. So, because also it's you can't it's, compare. It's is what I'm trying to say, it. right? You can't I'm because just all to the say Marvel you stuff. Compare. You can't. All the Marvel stuff is like present day. You know, it's it's present day with with Tony and stuff. And what you go back, you you got Captain Marvel's like story. Okay, we're going back just like a little bit. Now we got the Eternals, like that even even further back. So they're just going back you know what i mean so well it's phases right and that's 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 the big thing too is phantom menace phantom menace is is you know how much further in the story you know in the beginning than a new hope you know so if they want to give us let's say a high republic story in in like a movie or the old republic whatever like that they have to give us that material the material is not even written yet. Like, yeah, the old Republic is, but we're still like, there's no, there's no story to be told. You know, we're still, they're still like working on that. Like, that's like kind of like what I'm stuck on. Can't put yeah, a High Republic I, I, movie out with the uh, comics just started coming out. But well, well, the other part is too is that that it, you know, what Star Wars has, not not working against it, but what's going on with it is, the the timelines are are jumping, and not every project is related to the other one. Whereas with Marvel, even if it jumps around, that that storyline ties directly into another one, right? So, so, so yeah, for example, just for example, Captain Marvel, when they released that movie, that movie takes place in 1995. In, in, in terms of chronologically, right? Like in time, it's like the oldest movie next yep. to the first Avenger Captain America right? in terms yep. of time. But yep. they do that as a way to explain all this back stuff with Samuel Jackson and her and everything. And then they go forward and then she's helping them to defeat Thanos in present day. Right. Star Wars is different because you have projects coming out that, that yeah, they, we already know where the end result is and they're just doing a lot of projects in this like very sweet period. You know, they're kind of cherry picking like, okay, we're doing a story here. We're doing a story there. You know, Andor, for example, is not going to really have anything to do with Kenobi and book of Boba Fett is going to have nothing to do with, Andor or Bad Batch, you, you know what I mean? Like, the, yes, it's all set in the same universe, but they're they're very different stories, and I think that's part of the struggle. Is it's if the hardcore fan, the diehard fan, they know exactly where that is. But I think we talked about it before. Solo came out, and like, we there were so many people who were confused. Like Darth Maul's alive? Like he died? He got cut in half? What the heck? What are they? You know, like so. I think that's that's part of it. Does that make sense? I don't know. I know that was like a total – that was a rant and a ramble. To- no, but sometimes – yeah, you're, you agree with some of the things I said. You repeated some of the things I said. I just 
yeah, th- we're stuck in this familiar time frame, this this safety blanket. And I, I just think that there's legend stories that yeah, they could tell. There there is. There's there's plenty of legend stories that they could tell or old EU stories, however you want whoever you want to call it, but there's still like I just don't think any of that stuff is is still written. They bought Disney purchased Star Wars in 2012. So Force Awakens 2015. You know, there's like I don't know. We got to get a script. We got to do this. We got to do that. You know, things like just take time. It takes time to make all these projects. Yeah. But also takes time to now give Disney the opportunity to make things canon to tell, to tell these stories, you know, because well, they only made, they only made Clone Wars canon and, and that was it when they, well, they purchased, like everything else is obsolete. So now we have to like, we're basically like starting from scratch and we're borrowing these characters, you know, Grand Admiral Throne, we borrowed that, but the other stories don't exist. So we have to like rewrite these things or, or make these things now canon or, you know what I mean? Or bring it for forefront. And that takes time. And well, I just more think than, like, well, more than that, they, again, they, they literally came out and said they were taking a pause, right? I think they said it would, I forget what Bob Iger said, but it was like, you're not, basically he said, you're not going to see another Star Wars movie for a, for a long time. And I think, like, and, and I understand that. And now, things with the movies are changing. Like I just watched Shang-Chi at the house. And I honestly, I think I liked it less because I watched it at home. Like, so I, th- I don't understand like the movie aspect, but maybe series are, is the way to go. But I know I would enjoy that movie so much better in the theater than I would. But I think too, they're, they're, they're just, I think everything too is being played really close to the chest. Yes, right. Meaning like they're, they're, we don't think solo was a misstep. Meaning me, you are kind of inner circle of people that we regularly right. talk to. And there is Big a campaign to, to make it to make, make solo uh, too, right? Yes, We're, yes. But but for for every let's say you know two of us, there's you know one person who was not a fan of the movie for whatever reason, or the casual person wasn't a fan of the movie. There there was some of that, and because of the the when I say weak showing, I think box office wise, solo. This was on the heels of. The, the Last Jedi and, and, and some of the fan stuff with that. It made Disney for, for you know, probably for worse, you know, for, you know, for, for us anyway, um, start to really second guess stuff. So if you remember, there was a Boba Fett film that was going to come out. So they had these ideas like, we're going to do these standalone stories. So after Solo, there was going to be a Boba Fett film there was a script and everything scrapped totally then even as even kenobi the series there was an there was a script they scrapped the script they didn't like it they wanted to uh, um ewan mcgregor was on a talk show he he talked about it he said yeah we, we, we were gonna start it but you know they're they they want to tweak the script they're rewriting it whatever you know and these are common things but when you talk about time and maybe why they don't we don't have as much stuff right now uh, as quickly as people would like they're taking their time with these projects and i think they had other things that they had planned that they kind of pumped the brakes and they're want to make sure they they you know get it right right and i also don't think yeah they want to get that's get those stories right i also think when they did mando they said well there's a you know, what if like when they brought back Luke or now they brought back Boba Fett for Mando now Boba Fett, I, maybe they didn't know of this. 
like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, well, wait a second. What about like this script is better? Or we have this, you know, like it maybe it just, it just kind of works better, you know, that way. Like, oh, we like this story better, but I don't really think they can go wrong with the Kenobi series. Like if we're, you know, like there's, even though they, they had the original script or, you know, whatever, I just don't think it's, it can go wrong because we already know the end result for him from a new hope. And we know what from Revenge of the Sith and, and rebels, like we, it's, there's really no wrong they can do there. It's, you know what I mean? Like the story there is just going to add to the love of the character and the gap of time in between. Cause I, I think, I think, be- I think the biggest struggle is just making it believable. And when I mean believable, I mean, are we going to say, how does this guy become Alec McGinnis in a new hope? Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Like that, that to me, if, if I, if I was, you know, some of these showrunners and producers uh, and all that, I think even Dave Filoni would say, we got to make it believable. That's the other thing for the continuity of it. There's you want to so watch much- the series and, and say, yes, this is the continuation of this character from Revenge of the Sith, but he's that much closer to Obi-Wan and A New Hope. Right, like you kind of. This, have to, this like, I think, takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. So right, so so he has to be ten years older, and it, it looked like in some of the uh, we're going to get into this sizzle reel here, but it looks like at least in one of the pictures I saw and the artwork that they had tried to age him. He looked when he's older, on the back of that like he uh, looked creature. older in the face and. I can tell you now that, I mean, you and McGregor looks looks like great. Like if you see him now, he still looks so young. You know, they have to do something to try to make him look older. But twin sons will get you on that on that planet. Maybe that's so, what they're yeah. gonna. Maybe that's what they're. Maybe that's what they're gonna explain. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think whatever. This this was kind of a, a long drawn out thing. But just to wrap the Disney Plus Day thing up, I guess in a bow here. Yeah. We didn't get much, and but but I think it's all coming. Like I think once people need to remember, like once Book of Boba Fett starts, we go nine. In all likelihood, we go nine weeks from December twenty ninth. Is that right? Yes, sir. One month, fifteen days. So, dude, that's that's well into March. That's 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 what we call end of Q one for twenty twenty two. So. And what I think is we're gonna have a we're gonna have a project every quarter from now till well into 2023. So and we'll probably for get everybody that who, batch again in May. Right. Well, so for, well, so right. So for everybody who's disappointed now because of the whatever, I, I think it's just for whatever reason they they feel it's not the right time. Uh, to show it and we do have other stuff coming up there is a d23 event obviously star wars celebration is this year so you want to hold on some stuff because people are going to be just you know you go into star wars celebration you don't have anything then people are going to be disappointed at that so you know kind of lose and celebration is may correct yes okay so unless it unless it changes but let's let's just hold the phone star wars people are driving their car they're like, dude, it's this day. Star Wars Celebration 2022. I didn't know if it got moved. Oh, yeah, it's May 26th to May 29th. I should know that. It's my bachelor party. No big deal. 
Yeah, you're right. They have other events. So whether they're going to, let's say. Wait a minute. What day? What ahead. day is it? May 26th to the 29th. That's your bachelor party? No, it's a joke. It was oh, just a joke. Dude. Well, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we lost a lot I was of like, wait a minute. There. I was like, I didn't remember saying anything about those dates. You got you, you got the tickets. You were in charge of the tickets. 25 people. I guess the invite must have been lost in the mail. No, I think it's very well possible that you didn't even send the invitation there. <laughs> so, I, I like you said, if that's going to end in March, I'm assuming I'm going to call it Bad Batch will be the next project, you know, right there in the middle, followed by Kenobi. And then they say Andor was Q4. Yeah. So, and I mean, if Kenobi, but, if you think six episodes, it's a month and a half a time. The problem, the problem then becomes, I think, it, but I think this might've already been announced, right? So Mando season three won't be till 2023. Right. Like the early portion, like a Q1 of 2023 or something. Right. And then I believe Ahsoka is potentially further like the furthest out. But I don't understand that because I thought Kathleen Kennedy said when they announced these projects, when she initially announced Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka. Yeah, but there was like one other one, I thought. A book above that, yeah. That those, that all those were going to culminate, right? Like those series were going to take us. Maybe that was the original plan. I don't know. I thought that was all going to take us to Mando season three. Maybe she didn't mean all of them, but in any event, yeah. And, and we're we're forgetting about Acolyte because no, there's not much has been said about that. But the rumor was, or the, we were we were led to believe that that was potentially the first show that was going to maybe take place in the era of High Republic, which is you know what you were just saying, right? So they're fine. You know, like yeah, there's enough time to expand that story with the comics, the books. I'm not sure which where they're at with, with those, you know, but those series are still going on. So we can build off of that and, you know, we can get to the dark side, hopefully for the acolyte, you know. I I just, yeah. The the only thing, the last thing I'll I'll say too is I said this to Jeremy, which was, and again, this is just my theory on that is that I think this is, you know, the, they're, they're really pushing. If you look now in media anyway, like their books and, 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 and comics, this high Republic, right. There's, there's numerous novels for, for readers, young, I mean, they literally have like kids, young adult, adult. There's there's both iterations of the comic because you have adventures and then you have the High Republic, Marvel. And they're um, ending the IDW stuff. Yes. But I'm saying like the idea was to get it all out there. And I think that was their way of like gauging the interest, right? And from what I, from what I, you know, from what I know, the interest is there. Like people have been eating it up. The books have reached like best New York Times bestseller status. So the interest is there. So my, my guess just is, yeah, I think they were gauging the interest, see what people thought when you introduced this stuff. And then it's like, okay, maybe they're ready for this other content. You know what I mean? So so we're, we're gaining your trust back. Look, look what we did with Star Wars Mando. Okay, everyone loves it. We can agree on that. Then they're going to be like, okay, look what we did with Book of Boba. Look what we did with this. And then you, they gain your trust back and then they start telling you new stories and, and expanding on this yeah. other area 
That, you know, right. I think that's that, what it just and makes, that's what it's going to take. Sense. And that's what it's and that's what it's going to take. You know, you have you have to win them back, smooth things over, or um, make more sense of the sequel trilogy. You know, I hate to say that, you know, but some people need to hear that, or you know, uh, they're telling this cloning story, which will maybe aid in whatever happened in the sequel trilogy. So they ha- they're just, but also doing good storytelling, you know, and with the Ezra stuff and, and, and Grogu. And so they're, you know, they're just, I'm not saying they're just, they're getting there. And I just think we just need to be patient, you know, with the first hour, like I said, 2015 force awakens, like things take time. Four hours. That's no. it. We're, we're at one hour. To, do you want to do the Kenobi to... stuff? I, I think we kind of nailed the sizzle reel, but I mean, if you want to talk about the highlights of it, we, I'm definitely down to do it. It's up to you. Um, yeah, we can. I mean, we can definitely just kind of breeze through this, just to, just to kind. Of, I mean, if hopefully you probably already saw it. I know there's a couple people who refuse to watch anything, you know, before it comes out, so that they're truly surprised. But yeah, we kind of we see a flashback, really, footage from Revenge of the Sith, and then we get to see Ewan McGregor present day talking about the character and then they cut to Deborah Chow where she talks about the return of obviously Ewan McGregor, but really quick, this is what I was talking about. If you go back on this trailer guys and you look, someone's even going to tell me what this creature is. I already forgot, but on Tatooine, we see them riding these, uh, animals, it's like a and, llama, or like and, a camel, and, and, it's like a camel, a Tatooine camel with no tail. Right. We, we see that in uh, Phantom Menace. But if you if we if you look at the now again this is all storyboard. He's gray, he's graying, like very much so, more so than real life. You and McGregor. If you were gonna do like a Jesus swap photo uh, for your grandparents for the holidays, and you're gonna use a you and McGregor photo, this uh, iteration of him would be the the Obi Wan or you and I would recommend using. I'm gonna leave that alone. Just in general, I'm not gonna get myself in trouble. If he's going to look like this picture, awesome. Because again, that's what I'm talking about. He's, 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 he's going to make this transition, right? I just think it, it, uh, it makes it more like just believable. I don't know. I, Maybe I, Darth Vader just force lightnings him and he just turns old. That's, that's it. That's it. Deal with it. He went gray. I don't know. Just, that's what happened. It just, it just shocked him. And he, his, it just like turned him into like Marv and Home Alone. His hair went super gray after he got electrocuted. That's it. Wow, that's the story. And, you know, we get it. We get another like cool shot of some storm, some just some stormtroopers. Leads us to believe that the story goes, you know, somewhere into the Empire. And we're for as far along in the storytelling that we do have TK troopers. So, like I said, they were introducing those in the Bad Batch, but we're supposedly am- 10, 10 years. Uh, I'm very, very excited about the possibility that the Sith Inquisitors, which we had heard rumors, you know, were going to pop up in the series. There's a really awesome piece of uh, concept art with like a ship and what looks to be, you know, maybe one of the sisters or something walking it out. It looks exactly like the one from Fallen Order. From Fallen Order. It looks like a, not replica of Kylo Ren's ship, but looks pretty good. Yeah, and they and they talk and Ewan talks about you know, right? That there's these, there's potentially these Jedi hunters out there, and 
you know, they talk about the starting place for the story, you know, being, yeah, he is protecting this child, but that there is more to the story than that. Yeah. And I think you get like the, the heaviest line, you know, in, in this whole sizzle reel, this one minute, 47 second sizzle reel to me, I think like the most powerful thing was how, you know, just genuinely happy Ewan was to get to work with Hayden again. You know, I know there's some other good slides that they show, but he, they show him say that, you know, it's not like he's off, you know, it's not showing footage. It's the interview with him saying this project got them ring me back with Hayden. And that's like, something. well, and, and, and yeah, and we, and we hear, for. and we hear this. Yeah. We hear the, we hear the breathing. Yeah. You hear the famous breathing and, you know, and then Deborah Chow says, you know, we're bringing back Hayden Christensen to reprise the role of Darth Vader and that we couldn't tell the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi without addressing Anakin or Vader. So, and kind of cool, we get some more concept art of what looks like Vader sitting in his castle. High like potential maybe on, on of seeing the Emperor, you know, seeing the Emperor maybe can come up in this. And then we get that shot of the two of them having a duel in what looks to be fire again. <laughs> Can't get Hopefully something's fire. just blowing up. But well, maybe they go back to Mustafar. Not against it. And that's it. That's really all we get. I do like the uh, the clip of uh, you got to see of you and like practicing his lightsaber skills with the, you know with the with the mask with the mask on. You know, you know, filming this during the pandemic and stuff. So it was cool to see him training again and and, and re- relearning some skills. I'm assuming he's going to use his lightsaber other for other than fighting uh, Anakin and Darth Vader. I hope we get some flashbacks, some Clone Wars flashbacks. Um, also, you know, Aiden, uh, Hayden's back for this, but they also confirmed that not this week, recently, whenever Hayden's going to be in the Ahsoka series as well. You saw Rosario Dawson even post about it and she called him Sky Guy. So it's awesome that she kind of knows like a lot about Ahsoka, like, you know, and her backstory with that. So Hayden's, Hayden's back and the money's coming. Yeah, he is back. And obviously they're, they're not going to show any of that. I think for good reason right now. Just Although, like they're not going to show Tom, um, Andrew Garfield or Toy McGuire in the uh, No Way Home trailer. I'm really going to wait till the last possible yeah, I think, moment I think, to just show the, the big, you know, shebang. I think Star Wars has a tighter lid on things than maybe Sony does. Sony Marvel, but mostly Sony. They let anybody um, on. They let anybody on the lot for the Sony movies. Like apparently, I don't know who's leaking all those foot those images. If they are real, I'd like to believe they are. Yeah, they're real. Are they real? Does it look real? <laughs> does this sound that? real? Does this sound real? Yeah. Does it Does it sound like I'm in my basement next to a furnace? I could really put up some soundproofing. Maybe a couple walls. Talk to some I gotta, people. Figure this talk thing to some out. People figure this thing out. In your free time, what else are you doing? Yeah, really. Besides um, not putting up soundproofing, you're playing Cold Tour on the Switch. I am doing that as of as of like two days ago. I got. In case you didn't know this, guys, Knights of the Old Republic is finally available on the Nintendo Switch. It's uh, I think ten or fifteen dollars. I think it's fifteen bucks. That's well worth it. Um, it is night and day better than the iPad. iPad is a horrible way to play that game. Or the iPhone right now. Oh God, I can't even, it's so glitchy the way that you had to touch the screen and move stuff. The switch, the yeah, and switch if you got controls. Any, you got anything on your, sc- your screen, you know, any, 
any smudges on your, you know, it's going to be a whole thing. You're not going to be able to play that game pretty well. Yeah, especially if you have like a new Switch OLED. But no, it's it's cool. Um, I haven't gotten very far. I only just started uh, the game yesterday, or no, uh, the day before yesterday, about replaying that again. But yeah, cool on the Nintendo Switch. Very fun. You should you should get your hands on that. I think that was that was it. We talked about. Uh, do we want to revisit? I don't know. Does anybody care? The Rancor. This this project is not taking off as as uh, I think as fast or as great as Hasbro probably thought. We are only fifty fifty seven percent backed with three weeks left. So just over five thousand backers of of nine thousand, which is needed, with three weeks left. And if you actually just were curious and want to look at their active projects, it's the least backed. Even uh, GI Joe, they they have a they have a plane that they're doing. It has more backers. They need ten thousands the goal, but they still have more backers than the Rancor does. And then they announced a Ghostbusters. I think it's Spangler's backpack, which is super sick. It's already at 119% funded. They're like... How much is it? Oh, dude, it's even more money. It's it's $400 for that backpack. Oh. They've, they, they're, like, they're like 1,400 people over, and they still have four weeks left. They're going to hit... But see, the thing I don't understand about the Rancor, someone can explain this to me, is it's the only project that they're not telling you they're not telling you what all the unlockables are they announced the first one i think to help pick up traction which is a gamorian guard which is awesome um and you get it in a very classic looking like a like the original return of the jedi packaging with the coin but that's it you don't hear anything else uh whereas like for example the ghostbusters pack it tells you even what the fourth level unlock is so you get the fourth the third the second the first gi joe they're telling you what it is i don't understand this i i i really don't i'm so thankful this isn't video so i'm like pressing on my like on the bridge of my nose because i'm just like is 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 getting a six inch black series figure of ula really gonna make or break people from backing this like this item it's 330 bucks 350 360 What's it? What what else did people want? Oh, it's it's a lot of money. It's four feet tall. It makes the black six inch or six inch black series figure looks so small compared to it. And I'm not. And people are like, well, where am I going to put it? Well, I don't know. Why do you have? Why do you have ten vintage collection Darth Mauls? Why do you have ten of the same? I don't know. It's 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 one of the coolest things I think they've done for black series. I understand 3.75 was like the original, but I, I don't understand people complaining about the price point. I don't think it's unreasonable for 350. I'm sure all of you that collect have spent it on worse or more questionable. I think this is like the best thing that Black Series has honestly done since, you know, I think it's, I, I love when they did the TIE Fighter. People said, okay, maybe it's sat in the shelf. I think that was great. I think when you got Ray and her speeder, that was great. Or the stormtrooper and the do back. Like I think that's like they're just like it's on the uphill. Like what did you want? You want the Millennium Falcon the size of your kitchen table for two hundred and twenty dollars? Like I don't really understand like what the big deal is. Well, like you know, name something that's cool. Oh, you want Poe's X-wing Black Series? Really? 
Like I think like the ultimate, the ultimate like creature that they could have done. That's like reasonable. It's like you know. I understand. I mean, I guess I I see it though. Three. I mean, three fifty. I mean, it is a lot. Yeah, but it's also it I think it's, it's it's this weird thing that I have, and like where it's the same like people comparing vintage collection to to sideshow collectibles. You know, it's like I just it, it's just like this. It's like it's the same people making those complaints. I I feel like I think. No, no, no. I don't, a, yeah, I, but no, I get, I get what you're, I get what you're saying, and I think, I think people are overlooking like the detail on something like this. But I, but I think the other part of it too is if you're someone who's an inbox guy, you might not care that it has over forty-five points of articulation because you're like, it's not going to articulate anything. I'm not opening it like that. You know what I mean? Like, right? I'll be honest with you, dude. If I'm, if I drop three fifty, I'm opening it. <laughs> Yeah, of course. You've got to put it out. And I understand. Like make it make it hold make it hold a Gamorian guard or make it hold Luke or something like that. Somebody, what? some okay. This is another thing. I, someone is a they bought two of the vintage collection Antok, whoever from Rogue One. I got one to open and I got I got one to keep in the box. Why? Why? There's there's fifty percent of the Rancor right there. 120 bucks. A lot of people do that, dude. But there's that, half. He, he's not alone in that. He's not alone in that. There's a lot of people that do that. You know, but I, I just don't get it. It's fine. I, I'm not in like a I just wanted to, I, it was on my mind. Thing, we talked about the ranker yeah, before. It was on my mind. And this is actually on the heels of I was almost done with Hasbro forever. I was <laughs> Hang on one second. They're gonna bring back the Rancor, book of Boba Fett, and then it was like, oh dude, I should have ba- I sh- I should have backed the Rancor. It's pretty cool. You know it's fun. It's funny you bring that up because the <laughs> the opposite is the opposite is what happened for for Mando. I'm happy they blew up the Razor Crest. I'm happy. I'm happy. Good. But they they had already backed it at that point, and then they blew it up. That was I'm glad that thing blew up. That was I'm, I'm happy that thing blew up. <laughs> I hope he's got some rinky dink escape pod in season three, Amanda. Anyway, that probably angered some people. We're down to eight, possibly five, possibly. Anyway, that's it, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Hasbro, that's what I was saying. I was almost done with them because they messed up my PulseCon order. My order was stuck in limbo for weeks. It allowed me to select two of the Cantina showdowns. When I checked out, it only charged me for one. And then it was saying that my order was partially paid. So I, they wouldn't fulfill it, but it wouldn't allow me to pay for the other one. So it was stuck in limbo and I was getting bounced around at Hasbro for the better part of two weeks till I finally got a hold of someone who was a supervisor. Talk to some people, figure this thing out. And like was apologetic and, you know, explained to me what happened. They were stumped at first, they said, because I didn't even get charged tax. They were like, we don't even understand this, but they can't, they canceled that order and said that they had a very, very, small reserve for situations like this or things that get lost or damaged. I think he said they have under 15 of like each item when they do stuff like this. So they are sending me a Cantina showdown. It's awesome. Um, That's awesome. And Trapper and Trapper Wolf, who was also hung up, but uh, I'm very stoked on that. So. It's cool that they did right by you in that. And, you know, my I know they've gotten, they've gotten some, yeah, they've gotten some heat. You know, I know the pandemic has affected a lot of things, um, you know, you know, there's bigger issues with that than just worrying about where 
essentially toys for kids are, but they're out on a barge somewhere in, in the ocean waiting to be un, unpacked and sent to your local Target or online retailer. But I'm glad they did right by you because I know you really wanted that. It's the one thing I wanted this year. I told you that I was so bummed. It's the one thing I, I, I mean, we've known, I think, I think they announced it like six months ago or something. And ever, ever since I laid my eyes on it, I wanted it. They came that was that, That's cool. that was my that was my Joe Pesci by the way. Ever since I laid my hat, my eyes on it, I wanted it. By the way, that re, that I heard the reboot is bad. Uh, <laughs> it did like it got like nineteen percent on both. Ooh, it looks very. Oh man, Happy Hanukkah, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Anyway, all right, man, do it, do it. This do has it, been nice. This is this has been nice. I believe uh, next time we will be back. It's gonna be. Oh, it'll be. We'll be back. We'll we'll just back do. We just want to do it on Thanksgiving. I was just thinking. I was gonna say like, what the heck are we doing? I was like <laughs> looking at a calendar. Like, oh god, holiday. You, you want just? You want to just record while we're here on Thanksgiving? Yeah, we'll do it. Turkey. Who are you calling turkey? I hope everybody's had fun. I hope you've enjoyed this. This was a little bit of a new format for Chris and I. It's been real. It only took it only took an hour plus yeah. to set this up. Yeah, good job, Grandpa. Chris Chris running his uh, gateway uh, three thousand computer over there. He had to use the pull cord to get the uh, the tower going. You can hear my it running Mac- in the back. So it's actually not a furnace. It's actually Chris's computer tower. <laughs> <laughs> All the dust back there is just blowing in the fan. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> the virus. Uh. You had no rebuttal to that. <laughs> Sound like Beavis and Bud. Oh. What it was is I almost said something back that was uh, that was probably not. Text me when we're done. Yeah, it wasn't podcast appropriate. But no, it. Yeah, my my MacBook, my MacBook Pro, is not up to date, and I couldn't do ZenCaster, so I had to get my work computer, which is a Dell, and it's working. So go figure. It's working. It's working. It's all wings reported on Instagram. It's all wings report on Twitter. It's all wings reported on Facebook. It's all wings report at gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. It's all wings report on OnlyFans. That's it. See me do my best impersonation of Ula for $5 a month. Check it out. See my little bobas. Later. <laughs>